Hello, everybody, and welcome back <clears throat> to the Planetville Network. Welcome back to another episode of PFN Live. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Monk. I'm your other host, TJ Cornwell. And by the title, you can tell we're going to be talking about three things. We're going to be talking about Sonic 2, uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Moon Knight, uh, our weekly Moon Knight review. Boom. So I think, you know, well, first of all, one thing i like to shout out real quick. Uh... If you're not following a TikTok right now, what are you doing? Go follow. I mean, we're pumping out six, seven video TikTok videos a day, or as I shouldn't say we. Sean mostly is. I'll, I'll do one or two here and there. Go watch those videos now. Follow us. Uh, we're approaching a hundred followers on TikTok very quickly. Oh man, I really um, thought we were gonna hit a thousand subs or uh, uh, no, a thousand, thousand uh, likes, likes today. Yeah. I I don't mean thousand likes. We're past a thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that. I feel like it'll be, if it wasn't today, definitely by the weekend, we're going to hit 100 followers and 10,000 likes. Uh, and that's 10,000 likes, not mm-hmm. views. We're at like, I think we're at 40,000 views already mm. on TikTok. It's just crazy. Like you, I know you messaged me the other day, like you were just looking at it, talking about like how you like to log into it and see the yeah. notifications. Yeah, right now we're less than 200 away from 10,000 likes. We'll get there. Uh, but you were saying like how, you know, it's so much easier to kind of like TikTok, just the way that it's set up right now is so much of a stronger, you know, launch pad mm-hmm. than YouTube is like TikTok really it not to sound like Gary V here uh, for a second. Sorry, I'll be back on that. OK, no, you're good. You're good. But yeah, not to sound like Gary V here for a minute. But uh, it's uh, TikTok just is so much easier to start from nothing and grow so rapidly and I know there's a lot of different like methods that people have and different, you know, you go on TikTok and you get 20 accounts saying, you know, here's how to how to grow your channel or your uh, your account, blah, blah, blah. It's all, you know, personal opinion and stuff, because really it's not I shouldn't say that. it's not all personal opinion. There's a lot of stuff that is truly help. Very helpful advice. But I feel like it's really just one of those things that. You know, you kind of just have to go in and kind of see see what you can do for yourself, honestly, because, you know, not everything works for every single person. It's not a, you know, one-size-fits-all solution type of thing. Here, let me just pull up here. Just trying to pull up the chat for a sec. There we go. Finishing Moon Knight. Yeah, uh, so yeah, like he said, we are going to be talking about Moon Knight as well as uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. As well as Sonic 2. So we got a good amount of reviews coming up in this episode here. But yeah, what are some things, if anybody's watching right now, what are some things you guys want to talk about just off the top here? Uh, I know we got a lot coming up this month. We still have the Northman coming up. Uh, We have uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Memory, which is another uh, Liam Neeson you know, action movie where I believe it had, this is the thing with Liam Neeson. All right. This is the thing with Liam Neeson, you know, action films is that it's always the same movie, but then like substitute one substitute, like one little detail change. So like nonstop, which I think nonstop was probably, I feel like nonstop. Well, really it all started with taken talking about Liam Neeson's recent filmography. Oh. I feel like really it started with Taken and just, you know, I don't blame the guy. The guy made tens of millions, if not more, from Taken because 
those movies were hugely successful at the box office, like a crazy phenomenal hit with all three of them. The, you know, law of diminishing returns, but still, they all did very well. But I feel like since then, I feel like nonstop was the last one, uh, and nonstop was the one that was him on the plane. Did you see nonstop? I did not know. <laughs> okay. It had him and uh, Corey Stoll was in it. Uh, I don't remember if Corey Stoll was the villain or not, but they were really, really good. For some reason, I will always remember that Corey Stoll's name in that movie was uh, was Riley. Because I just remember Liam Neeson always mm-hmm. going, Riley, get to the back! <laughs> like, so, you know, like, I, I feel like he wasn't the villain. I feel like now that I'm remembering clearer, I feel like it was more like he was like a doctor or something that was like helping him or mm-hmm. something. But that was a really, you know, not like a A-tier, like, great film, but that was a really damn good movie. And then I think The Commuter, which was basically the identical premise, but on a train, and this time it was him and Florence Pugh. Before... I remember the poster very well, yep. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> January 16th. Uh, he loves those mid-January release days. I wonder yeah. I wonder what that's, uh, what that's about. But yeah, The Commuter, I thought, also was okay. I thought that The Commuter was good, and it even teased a little sequel. So did Nonstop. Nonstop also teased a little bit of a sequel. You could have probably just made The Commuter a sequel to Nonstop. Mm. Could have done like a Mike Banning, Gerard Butler, the uh, Olympus Angel in London has fallen thing where it's like it's just the same guy. Granted, that one makes more sense because he's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could you could have connected those movies and been like, oh, yeah, it's the same guy. It's just a, he's got to stop a different thing. But, yeah, so we have Memory now coming out. So this is like this is his like fourth movie in the past 12 months. Uh, and I would say the last movie of his that I really enjoyed was probably. Did you ever see Cold Pursuit right before the pandemic? It was like no, I remember it's the it car was, in the tree, right? Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, the poster. Was, the poster was a car skewered on a on a pine tree. That movie, that those are the movies that really work for him. Where he where it's an action movie, but the movie itself is just like wacky and you know it's very violent and like real but at the same time it's like you know people are getting thrown in like uh wood chippers and like you know big like snow blowers and stuff like you know it's it's kind of funny stuff like that i thought that was pretty good but i feel like he's been on a long stretch now where all the movies that he's done are just really kind of bad uh, like I, wa- I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched probably at least fifty percent of the Marksman, which literally just came out oh, like yeah, two yeah. months ago. That's on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Currently, yeah. Yeah. So go check out the the Marksman. He's, try- he's trying to be a, a better uh, granddad and a better person. Not a great movie. And then like yeah, like two months later, now he's got uh he's got this one coming out, Memory. At the end of this month, where, uh, like, I, kind of what I started talking about was it's all, all of his stuff is just, it's the same movie plot with one thing <laughs> yeah. different. Like, yeah. this one, uh-huh. this one is retired special forces or secret service or whatever it might be, but now he has memory loss. Oh. So it's like now, now he has this disease that he's grappling with, which, you know, if Liam Neeson had a string of great movies in a row and that exact same premise was given to me, mm-hmm. I would be like, sign me up. It sounds great. Yeah. But because I know it's just going to be these movies that they make for $20 million and hope to make $30 million at the box mm-hmm. office because that's just the rinse and repeat that he's been doing. Right. I just, I don't know. 
I have no, I, not that I don't have faith in it being good. I just don't have faith in it being anything. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I feel like I won't remember it. Yeah. But like we said, like I said before, I went on Liam Neeson. We do have unbearable weight of massive talent and Northman and uh, some really good you know what i'm assuming are going to be really good movies still to come this month and then obviously in may we start to get you know crazy with we got kenobi starting in may stranger things starting in may and then obviously doctor strange at the beginning of the month top gun bob's burgers uh there's a ton of movies coming out in may as well oh bob's burgers for all that one yeah and then uh this month as well, we got uh, Better Call Saul starting up again. Oh, yeah. yeah April April 18th, and then something's coming out on the 17th. And then Doctor Who special is uh, Easter Sunday on the 17th. Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot of TV and a lot of movies coming um, out. And, yeah. So I want to go through, uh, you know, well, you know, we have, I don't think, I, I haven't watched much. Mm-hmm. So I've only watched, movie-wise, I've only watched the two movies we're going to review. Mm-hmm. But I have watched uh, Winning Time, of course, Moon Knight, and I caught up on Atlanta, uh, mm. the first four episodes of this season. I'll tell you what. Not great? Still banger. Oh. Still banger. Nice. Uh, to- Do you agree with uh, Donald Glover saying that Zendaya needs to jump ship on Euphoria and then go to Atlanta? <laughs> I mean, that would be dope. Yeah. I'd, uh, Zendaya and Zazie Beats in the same show, I think that'd be a, mm-hmm. a really cool uh, duo. Two of the episodes. Zendaya was originally up for the Joey King role in uh, Bullet Train. Oh. So we almost got them in the – not okay. the show, but we almost got them in the same movie. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, two of the episodes are plot-based. They're mm-hmm. like their own story. Yeah. And then two of them are. And I think they're all – you know, like one of them maybe is a bit slower than, you know, the other four. Or, you know, I could see some problems that some people might have with them, but I think they're all still – still a great show. And I'll tell you what, even – and I didn't mention this like when I rewatched it, you know, however many weeks ago it was. Uh, a certain number of weeks ago, I rewatched the Teddy Perkins episode from season two. That's the only one I've seen. Oh, you've seen that one? Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I think I need Donald Glover to write a horror movie. Maybe yeah. Donald Glover, Jordan Peele uh, collab. Donald Glover writing and starring Jordan Peele directing. Because that is the, one of the most creep. Like, that is the creepiest episode yeah. ever. Like, and that's him too. It's like, out. isn't that yeah. crazy? That yeah. That's him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! Like, ugh, just made my like a shiver down my spine. It was so weird. That's a wild episode. What else was I gonna say? Uh, oh, okay. So, question for you: Are you going to purchase uh, Lego Star Wars? So this is my thing: was that I was going to. Okay. I was like, at first, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna have the money for it. But then recently, my roommate got a new job that pays like two dollars more an hour Mm. so i was like i think i was like i think i'm gonna get it this week because i'm like i have if you guys have known i have like a huge thing i gotta save up for getting my car fixed but i already put i put that money aside from this check and everything and i had enough and i was like i'm gonna get it and then like the more like uh clips and stuff that i've seen on youtube and people star wars people i trust and gaming channels that i trust that i've like mm-hmm. been watching for like a decade they all say the same thing and i want to get your take on it because obviously you've played it well i'll ask you this are you playing it much i feel like you haven't played it much well i mean not even in a streaming sense just do you find yourself going being excited to go in and play it or yeah is it the, like, like I, a, I am a big uh like 
I do this with everything too. Like when mm-hmm. I come home from work, like, Oh, I'm going to do this and this today. Yeah. And then it's just honestly the, the idea of me getting up and going and turning the Xbox on and play like, or like just watching a movie or watching a show. Yeah. It's like the act of doing it is like, I don't want, I don't feel like mm-hmm. it. So I played those 45 minutes on stream and I, it, my, that room was just burning up. So that's why, that's really why I stopped because yeah. I was too hot. Mm-hmm. And then on set Saturday, I think I played, five hours six oh, hours okay. like straight what episode not are you straight on? Are you but on three i'm on three currently were you the one who said that it take you heard that it takes like two and a half hours to complete the story for an episode yeah that's what i've seen on average that's not true. That, longer or shorter waste like 45 minutes an hour really yeah definitely wow. not i don't know what third if you go straight just through mm-hmm. the story hour yeah. max maybe like it wow. really does not take that long so are you doing any of like the side puzzles i'm not doing any of that I wanted to just do the whole story and then yeah. go back. Because okay. I think I personally want to. I, I'm having enough fun where I think I want to uh, get all the achievements. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're, you know, extraordinarily difficult or anything. Yeah. This is one. This is one of the negatives that I've heard. Not to poo poo on your parade. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, one of the main complaints that I've heard is once you play through it, you can't replay like a full episode. You can only replay individual missions yeah but if i'm a hundred percenting why would i want to replay the full episode you know what i mean like if i go through the story why would i want to replay the entire thing yeah but i mean like uh what is it i get what you're saying i guess Mm. i guess in that respect maybe it won't matter that much but it's like you know how in the original games it was like okay you go into the door for the episode and then the episode was broken up this is like you go to the episode and then you just strictly, like, you spawn in, like, at the Darth Maul fight type of thing. And then you just do that. Like, you Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Like, yeah, so you, the way that, like, let's just say Naboo. Let's about. just say Phantom Menace and Naboo, for example. Once you've played through it, you can go back and you can just, you spawn right in, start the Darth Maul boss fight. But then, like, you can't, like, go in and be like, oh, well, you know, in the hangar I gotta go do this. That you then have you have to go, you have to not go into a mission, but you have to go into the free play, free play yep. of Naboo. Okay, yeah. But it's like, how does that work with getting like the true Jedi, thing, like you know, stud level and mm-hmm. stuff? How does that work if you can only go back to do the whole thing in free play? Because normally, free, maybe they changed it, but normally free play didn't count. True Jedi it. doesn't. Count. I think it does. I oh, think okay. it does this time. That's around. just the way they get it. I, I'm assuming because mm. that would be kind of. Yeah. I think that would be really dumb. Um, and then the other thing is just that the the game just feels like it just skips over so much. Yeah, like there's it's being cut out and stuff. Um, like, just real quick, what I'll say, like just mm-hmm. from playing however many hours of it, I have. Uh, I think it in in. I think some points it's a little finicky just with the controls like again i think i said this last time like or maybe i said it on, when i was streaming it like you can you know grab somebody you can grab something or push it yeah and sometimes i feel like when i want to push something it you like grabs you don't, it you don't like it that it's all bound to the same i don't button. like that it's all bound to the same button yeah that really bothers me i'll tell you something uh as as much as good as you think those the like boss fights were in the previous games yeah this is that de- this is definitely way better like i it feels it's so fun to like face grievous or face Dar- darth maul or anything mm-hmm. like that and 
you know, they have their little kind of move sets mm-hmm. and you're in like kind of this really close person view and you can block and dodge and it's really, really cool. So I really like that about it. Some of the some of the things are kind of you know, some some of those like kind of not boss things like like the pod racing was cool, mm-hmm. like that level, because uh, it's all first person. But some of those in between things are kind of weird. Like, for example, like the way like episode one starts, where you're on the Trade Federation ship and yeah. you're kind of you know going through. Some of that is kind of eh, you know like whatever. But overall, I have I think I me personally I have a good time. There's a lot of upgrades you can do, uh, mm-hmm. like class wise and like stud collector. People have stud said. Multiplier. People have said like. Why would I want, like, I've seen people say, like, why would I bother or want to upgrade, like, a protocol droid? Yeah, I'm do, I'm assuming that's an achievement. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that is something if I wanted to 100% the game is what I would yeah. have to do is upgrade every single class. Yeah. But there is, it seems like, like, there's a lot of stuff to do. One problem I, which I don't really like, and I don't know if maybe it's just the way I was trying to do it, is, like, I'm in a mission right now. I forget where I am. I'm, like... I'm in episode three. Like I just faced Palpatine as Yoda, so mm-hmm. I think oh, I'm pretty close to, to yeah, Mustafar. Yeah, Mustafar. I didn't like how like I couldn't. I tried to like travel back and go to free play, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't for some yeah. reason. And I didn't really like that. I was like, just let me, just let me go, because I wanted to uh, collect like for the uh, the data cards. Yeah, whatever. the data cards. I wanted to collect a data card on Naboo, Naboo. Uh, yeah. and it was like you can't fly there. I was like, what? Well, why just just let me just let me go like it doesn't mm-hmm. why does it matter yeah like just let me come back to this mission yeah you know i feel like that's what another thing that's like annoying people too and then what was the other thing i was gonna say is uh another like small thing is like the the boss bat the mustafar fight actually like apparently if so in the in the original game and then in complete saga if you had a, a friend you know hop on for co-op right you would become Anakin and Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and you would fight each other. Yeah. But with this, apparently, like if you have a co-op person, you just become like three PO, just like standing on the side of the lava bank, and you have to like finish a puzzle, mm-hmm. and you have to like input a code to like open up a thing so that the fight can continue. So apparently, like a lot of people have said that the Mustafar fight like could have been this epic thing, but it gets broken up because you have to then switch to a protocol droid in the middle of this, like, lightsaber fight to, like, get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I don't know. I just, it just, like, it just feels like... It, and I'm not trying to, like, harp on the game because I haven't played the game. But to answer your question, I'm going to wait for a sale just because yeah. I'm hearing enough mixed to positive to mixed to negative things that I don't want to spend the, you know, like, 75 bucks on the deluxe edition. I did that. I just, game. like... Yeah. I don't think... I could have sworn it. No, maybe the deluxe was. It might have been seventy. Just I might have just. Yeah. Said, no. You know, yeah. It's like cares, it's but. like because I om- I had it in my cart. Like I was about to hit purchase. Yeah. It, it's like seventy six thirty yeah. or something. I, I think like overall like it's a good game. Uh, and I just I have so much nostalgia for the complete saga. Yeah. And it's it's not it, it's a it's way better as you know as far as mechanics go. And one thing I am nervous about that I haven't done. I don't know if you've seen anything on like free play. How do you go about characters? I was just going to say that. That's another thing that people not complain about. Like, not that the system's bad, but it's just like, what what was wrong? Because in Complete Saga, (laughs) it's like you filter. I think it was like you filter through every 
at least one character that can do like any type of thing in the game. Yeah. So like, well, I mean, that still, I think is the, I think that's still the thing, but I know there's like a character like sub menu. So it's yeah. like, can you just pick them and you just go like that? Like, that's fine. I, I mean. think, <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think it still does the thing where before you launch into the free play mission, yeah. you have to like pick two, mm. your two main ones. You know, you always have to pick like the two main people and then it'll, you know, it does the little, and then like it shows you eight people so that it gives you one of each class mm. so that you can do everything. I think it still does that, but then you can open up like a menu to change into anybody that you want. That's why like that's like one thing that's really cool is that, you know, there's all these TikToks of like uh different character interactions and stuff that they they'll say different mm -hmm. things to each other like if you have like uh yeah. Pod Racer Anakin with Vader, you know, he'll be like, "Oh, gee, sir, yeah. that's a cool suit of armor." And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Patience." You know, <laughs> you know, you know, he's like, "I'd like to get me one of those or yeah. something." Uh like that's that those stuff's are funny. funny. Yeah. Like that stuff's funny. But to me, it's like, is that the stuff that's important or is it like not cutting the battle of Endor? Or, like, the Battle of Coruscant from, like, Episode 3 and 6. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, like, I would have much rather that, like, all that stuff is cool, and I love the open world aspects, like, that sounds great and everything, but it's just, like, I would have rather, if you're saying this is the definitive, most likely last, unless they, unless they do, like, turn Solo into a game. Or Rogue turn, One. turn Rogue One, or yeah. turn Mando, or Book of Boba Fett, or bad batch even which all of which i i completely see possible lego star wars 3 was based on the clone wars tv series so i think that's a hundred percent possible that they will make more lego star wars games just based on the shows i think that's probably going to happen but in terms of the movies this is most likely the last game that we're going to get for these nine films i would have loved it to be the definitive you can just play through, you know, and granted, you can't play everything. You can't play every single beat from every single movie. It would yeah, just be way just, too long. Yeah. But, like, I'm not saying to add in, you know, oh, have a mission where you're Jar Jar trying to find your seat at the Senate or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm. I'm talking about, like, the Battle of Endor. Yeah. Like, how do you cut that out? How do you just make that, like, a four-minute cutscene? Same with Battle of Coruscant at the start of Episode Three. Like, how mm. is that? That was one of the best levels. Oh, the, you're talking. Oh, game. I love that. Yeah, that was it was. There was. <laughs> I will say, I was frustrated as a kid because you had the at the end. It was like the two buttons you had to shoot. Don't the really. laser shield did go down. I literally. <laughs> I mean, that obviously is such like a core memory of yeah. trying to get those two damn red buttons. But I just was doing the. I was doing that exact same thing in a much upscaled version because i finished my jedi my jedi fallen order playthrough and now i'm playing through battlefront 2 mm -hmm. you have to do the the exact same thing in battlefront 2 in the not the naboo mission though the one before that the vardos mission like above vardos mm -hmm. where you have to like get onto the the ship in your tie fighter and i and i just was dying every single time because it's the exact same mechanic as the lego you mm -hmm. have to go you have to just go for it and trust that you'll break them in time. And it's just like, if you don't, you just smash right into yeah. the shield. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so long story short, I am definitely going to get it. And I'm only going on this because we only have, like, the three things we're reviewing. But uh, I'm definitely going to get it. I'm just going to wait because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to spend, even though it's going to be a long time, maybe not. They could announce it next month and be like, it's coming in July. 
Like it's gonna be a long time, but no, it's gonna be a long time. But I'd rather save my eighty bucks to get whatever deluxe edition of like Fallen Order two or whatever. Like that is so much. That is so much better value for money. I mean, that is like a twenty. That is like a twenty twenty two hour game, plus then a hundred percenting it plus new game plus (laughs) you know what i mean like there's so or new journey plus or whatever they you know call it on there um like there's so much more value for money there for me and i know that it'll go on sale you know what i mean like if i give it like a month it'll probably go on sale for like may the 4th or at the end of the month for Mm obi-wan and like i said i've been playing jedi fallen order and battlefront to get me get me through it because it's just you know i'm in the mood to play a star wars games but i just can't spend that much money on yeah before we get into reviews real quick i do actually want to ask your reaction on i know you did a trailer reaction but i I didn't watch so i do want to know what your uh your excitement level is for uh stranger things season four part one oh yeah high sky high i'm with you (laughs) they got me on the trailer great yeah 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 i Um, was i was uh pretty surprised i mean I might have said this for season one through three trailers mm-hmm. that, you know, they got me. They always get me with the music choice. They always get me with the 80s kind of, even though I was, you know, not even a thought in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's still really cool to see just the different synth and stuff they got going on in that world. Mm-hmm. And I'm intrigued. I, I didn't know that Robert England was in this. Yeah, they add, that, they added, like, so many new cast members. Was that like, a, uh, a, I think a year ago. Oh, okay. God, just look, if you just if you want to see how many times this show has been delayed, just go to the Stranger the official Stranger Things YouTube channel <laughs> and just look at how much content yeah. they've like been putting out just to like sustain yeah. the existence of the channel. Like they did like a an eight part I think uh, podcast series just Jeez. on Robin, like Maya which Hawk's character, uh, which is uh, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter, right? Correct. Yeah, I still that's like blows my mind that those two. Uh-huh. Are, they're not still together, right? No. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, what have you I'm heard the theories me, the of uh, yeah. that the the big bad is either Barb or uh, or uh, Billy? Billy, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Even, I forgot. Did he like die or like? Yeah, obviously he died because it's a gravestone. Full size like, Stranger Things. I don't even remember one through three. But honestly, that the episode we're talking about came out. Yeah, over no, just under three years ago. Yeah, that's so wild that it's been three years. Was but that, uh, was it like yeah, the, he he the died. Big flare thing killed him or something. Yeah, I remember the yeah the mind flare, the battle at the uh, Starcourt Mall. Remember he right. he was possessed by it, but then yeah. Max like Dr- got, got him, him out, out of it. it. Yeah. yeah, and then he uh, he like sacrificed himself, oh. and you remember it like stuck him with all of its like tendrils, and he and it like rose him up, and then it just dropped him like straight down, type of thing. Yikes. So yeah, he's definitely dead. But Dacre Montgomery did uh, put on his Instagram like a month or two ago uh, these really like cryptic, hazy like pictures. Like you almost can't see anything. But one of them is definite. It's definitely for Stranger Things. I'm assuming. I don't know that for a fact. But uh, one of them is him, which looks like Billy, like on an autopsy table almost. Mm-hmm. Again, it's very hazy. Like it's purposely like. And when I say hazy, like. There's like five percent visibility in all of these photos, and and just on the first one, you can kind of make out that it looks like it's probably Billy on like an autopsy table, yeah. which would make sense. I mean, I'm sure he probably filmed stuff for a scene like that. So I don't think it's gonna be Barb. <laughs> that would be funny though if she Barb's behind Justice it all. Justice for Barb. Yeah, 
Yeah, it turned justice for Barb to revenge for, for Barb. Now, <laughs> kill I know they moved, but I did not see any Charlie Heaton in the trailer. Am I in? Was he in there? No, he was in it. He was? He was okay. in it like two shots. Uh, there I were a lot of people. It. No, but there was a lot of people yeah. in this trailer <laughs> that really didn't get, get much play because there's just so, really there's so many characters on this yeah. show. Like I said in my trailer reaction, I was like, all right, let's hop into this. I'm super excited to see what's going on with uh, with Mike and Eleven and and Hopper and Lucas and Dustin and <laughs> Joyce and Murray and uh, Robin and Steve and yeah. you know, it's just like there's like there's like 15 main characters on the show. Really, there's like yeah. three main characters with I would say probably Mike, Eleven, and Hopper are yeah. probably the three main characters. I would yeah. say, but not to say that people like Joyce and Will are not uber important to the story they obviously are but uh yeah like people like dustin lucas they didn't even have any lines actually i think lucas does say when when you see that shot of max Mm. flying or something i think i think it is lucas that's like what what's going on so like when they're at the the cemetery this is even the last season i think they're doing the i know that's yeah that's the craziest (laughs) thing is that like but i really love that you know the duffer brothers the Duffer brothers, yep. the Duffer brothers, uh, were they're definitely telling the truth that like, uh, you know, we got this season, which is going to be the longest ever. And then we got the next one, but we're like firmly in the end game of it. Now you feel that good in newest trailer, <laughs> like you feel that. So yeah. do you care if I say something that is not a leak, but a, a scoop that it does about I'm fine believe. Okay. Yeah. And it's not like a, oh, my God, why would you say yeah. that? This person is that. It's like uh, it's just about the main villain, which, by the way, I w- did a TikTok on the trailer and then on the popular theory that it was going to be, you know, everything's based on D&D uh, with right, Stranger yeah. Things. The popular theory that it was going to be uh, the Vecna, which is like uh, this, like, king of the underworld type of thing. or ruler. Yeah, of the I've underworld. seen that in chats um, and, like, uh, comments. I don't know. I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, oh, okay. But then, <laughs> and people were like, oh, that's going to be the, the Vecna or whatever. So I did a thing on it, and I was like, yeah, not only that, but the second episode of the show, because they always reveal the episode titles which they revealed for this season like a year ago. I actually I think it was like 15 months ago. Episode 2 is called The Vecna's Curse. And then the Duffer Brothers came out like an hour after I made that TikTok and they were mm. like meet the big bad of, you know, the upside down uh the Vecna. And then, so like they confirmed it. Now the the Vecna that's the thing that people are like, "Oh, is it is it Billy? Is it uh people have said is it Brenner?" Matthew Modine because we don't know uh, we know that he got he most likely got sucked into the uh, uh, upside down yeah. somewhere but we haven't seen him uh, in a while aside from uh, kind of like visions and stuff uh, that Eleven was having but apparently there's like people are like confident and I don't know if it was a leak or if it was just they got in, you know a scoop or something but that apparently do you know how like Eleven is Eleven that that guy the Vecna is one. Oh. He's the he's the source of the power and stuff. And that the rumor is that, you know, kind of like the Demigorgon could, he can pass through from the upside down to the real world and maybe even have like has like a human persona. Form. Interesting. That might be and this I don't know. Yeah. Like this was not any part of that, but that he might have he might be like a character that we already know. 
that we don't realize is you know uh, so, yeah like so turns out it's sean astin he's back yeah yeah justice for barb justice for bob bob, bob was you know bob newbie superhero i mean that's like i would get a, i'd get a tattoo of that you know that like, was tough that that, that was that was so, a tough death. oh man they, they like eat his face yeah they eat that man's face oh that was this, so hard stranger things is very much like 50 percent horror like, yeah yeah, they even said that. They yeah. were like, when they say, the Duffer Brothers were like, well, very much in our first season, it was like the kids were in Goonies, the teens were in Nightmare on Elm Street, and the parents were in, were in like, Close Encounters. And I was like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then they said, this season, we don't have any kids anymore. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> we don't have kids. The parents are still in Close Encounters yeah. and, like, War Games. The kids are all on elm street like that that's what they yeah. said about this season and i was like did that you think is of, so awesome is immediately you saw that house did you think of it that's immediately what i thought of. oh that, yeah like, haunted house yeah that walk into yeah oh, Th- there's also a thing do you remember watching that trailer that came out i think it came out 11 months ago of it wasn't really a trailer it was more like a scene of all of them going into that haunted house mm, mm-hmm. but the trailer started with a flashback to the like the fifties of the family that lived there, did uh, you watch that no. one? Yeah, it was like a trailer. <laughs> no, exactly. It was a it was a very long time ago, but like there was a trailer that came out that was like all about this family in the fifties, and then the the father. This isn't a spoiler. This is literally in a piece of marketing material that's on their YouTube channel. You can go watch it right now. The father then kills the family, and then we don't know what happens to him, and then it becomes mm. this haunted house. People are saying, "What if?" the Vecna thing is the dad from the, uh, that, that cause people are assuming maybe that house is the, or, the origin point mm-hmm. for the, uh, kind of original passageway to the upside down. There's a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, there's no, there, you could, you could theorize on stranger things. So, so long. It's just such a good, you know, say what you will about like season two. Uh, I think everybody kind of can agree that season two was not its strongest point. I think it was, you know, season one was incredible. Season two was good, and I think season three was really, really good, but still not as you know great as that first out of the gate mm-hmm. you know first season. I think this season really could have the potential to be like incredible, like the first season was. But yeah, I think we'll just kind of wait and see. But what is there anything else that you're uh, you're looking forward to in this season, or any like theories you might have on stuff? No, I'm just excited to see how we attempt to close. Close mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see if it. I don't. Again, I don't think it'll ever live up to season one. Mm. But can we get? You know, can we get better than season two and three? Can this be? You know, the second best season of the yeah. show? Because these, even though I again, I think we've talked about this ring like a million times. It's it's most definitely season one, season three, season two. Yeah, and season three, you know, it's not like it's good, but it's not like high and I feel like it's not like high and above like season two. Like it still probably has it still has its problems. Mm. Again, I'm pulling from what three memories pre pre pandemic. Yeah. So middle of 2019. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they have come up with and where it leads into the final season. I guess season yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, but let us know what do you guys think is going to happen with uh, Stranger Things season four, part one, or just season four in general, or what you guys think. And do you think that the Vecna is somebody like Billy or somebody that we've known already? Or just a totally new creation that, you know, we'll just figure out what's going on mm-hmm. with it. All right, what do you want to talk first? you want to talk Sonic, everything everywhere, or... I would like to talk, talk about Sonic first. I All think right. Sonic. Right. 
Yeah, yes, that is the the, the yeah. noise. Yes. So I saw it uh, Saturday, I think. You saw it uh, Sunday? Yesterday? Tuesday? Yesterday. I think yesterday. Do I go first or do I make it first? Uh, you can go first. All right. Uh, I thought Sonic 2 was a lot of fun, and I thought it was a very, very good movie. Had a few issues here and there, you know, not, nothing crazy, but I thought, you know, taking Sonic and it bringing Tails and Knuckles, I, I, I loved every every second of it. The chemistry between the three of those, them, you know, it's just it's fun to watch. Tails might be like one of the cutest like characters I've ever seen. I feel like like Tails literally. <laughs> I was alone in my theater, yeah, and it was where I worked, so I didn't feel bad about this. I took a picture of them when they cuddle up next to the fire Mm -hmm. and i was like tails is literally my cat yeah (laughs) like literally my like yeah especially when he like curled up with the fireplace Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god i was like yeah like you said like it's just like this little guy is so cute yeah but yeah sorry continue the character design fantastic i thought a lot of the comedy hit the vin diesel rock joke i thought was funny Uh, i was i was like oh they're taking a shot oh shit i was (laughs) like they really went for it i thought uh, the kind of subplot was very f- fantastic appearance from Shamar Moore uh, mm-hmm. from Criminal Minds fame of Criminal Minds fame. Uh, well, you wouldn't know I love because him you didn't Criminal watch Minds. Criminal Minds. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I did watch like four episodes of NCIS last night. You should have watched the better show. That's what I'll say. <laughs> wow. Okay. I've, I've never seen NCIS, so I don't know. But I thought that whole thing was funny uh, between those two characters, like his, his, uh, his bride and yeah. him. I think I thought like the weakest – Jim Carrey, who could forget about Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, I thought was being Jim Carrey. I thought he was amazing. Yeah. Every every not every joke for him, but a lot of the jokes for for from him hit for I me. I do agree with that. I think there was like one or two this time that I was like, okay, that was a little like, yeah, but like one or two out of two a yeah. two hour movie that he's yeah. in a lot of. Uh, Idris Elba is Knuckles. I started to be like, I you know that's just Knuckles. Like I don't, yeah. I'm not thinking of he did that 100. Two things that just did not work for me really were. Uh, the, some of the CGI was not great. I Ooh, think like what part? I said this in my TikTok review, and I think it's still just Ooh. something the industry might be working on. Him like in that floating kind of uh, you know, container thing where he's flying around, Little, like that to me thing. doesn't look good. Like I compare it to Mark Ruffalo in the Hulkbuster suit mm. in Infinity War. Like it just looks weird. Yeah, and him like falling off the giant robot like that didn't look very good. Yeah, it's just yeah. stuff like that where it's like you know it's just you know what can you really do I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the weakest part to me was just James Marsden and uh, what's her name? Um, Tia uh, Sumter. Yeah, yeah, I just thought they were uh, they were kind of sidelined. But again, it's a Sonic movie. You mm-hmm. know, like it's Sonic Knuckles Tales and Eggman like that's those are the main people you're coming to see so I don't I can't really I'm not really gonna ding the movie for that but I do wish they kind of had more to do I guess and some of their parts were funny but I was more focused on their friends for the wedding that they're yeah. at than them uh, but I thought they had some cool moments with with Sonic as a character and them kind of being a family and the whole thing and yeah yeah I, I really really enjoyed myself during during the movie good I agree with whoo Basically everything that you said, I didn't really like notice the CGI that much. Like I guess I just like same thing with people with like the Moon Knight CGI where they're like 
They're like, oh my god, what is the MCU doing? And I'm like, it's it's logs on a freight. Like what? Like it's like you know. But I did definitely know. I didn't notice it with like the little egg pod thing, um, yeah. as much. But I definitely did notice like when he falls at the end. I I think it's just because he's falling and the camera's looking straight down and there's so much like smoke and debris and he's just so high up. I feel like there was a lot going on for the CG to kind of like look right. And, uh, but I will say in terms of the human characters, I really, really liked, uh, the two of them with, with James Marsden. I thought that James Marsden was really good. I agree. He didn't have much to do this time. A lot less to do this time for sure. And like, I, I thought that the whole wedding thing with, you know, his sister-in-law with, with Rachel and then the, the reveal that it was, you know, a yeah, whole sting was, operation. I, like, I thought, I was like, oh, wow, okay. But, the, like, looking back, I'm like, I would have given, I would have either, this is what I think. I think you get a stronger movie if you either give that screen time to devoting it more to the relationship with Sonic's actual parents, like, with the two main, with Maddie and, mm-hmm. uh, and Tom, uh, or I think you also have a much stronger movie if you just cut most of that out. Because, mm. I mean, I think the worst part of this movie was the runtime. I feel like it. I feel like if you trimmed out, like, 10 to 15 minutes of this and made it, like, an hour and 40 minutes or something mm. like that, I think you'd have a really, really, like, solid solid movie. Not to say that you don't already. I just mean I think you would have, like, a near, you know, perfect comedy, you know, action movie type of thing. But other than that, other than some of those complaints with the CG and the human characters, I thought that this movie was incredible. I enjoyed myself from start to finish in the theater. I thought it was, like, fantastic. I was on the edge of my seat, like, laughing, loving, like, what you said, some of the jokes that they go for, like, with uh, especially the one with The Rock and Vin Diesel. Like, I was like, wow, I'm I'm surprised they actually, like, said that. Mm -hmm. Like, as blatantly that they did about, like, you know, them fighting and not liking each other yeah and also i thought that the references like that sonic did were like really cool too because it's like they set up in the first movie that this guy all he did because he was all by himself all he did would be watching pop culture and stuff like so when he calls knuckles like the winter soldier or like you know stuff like that i thought that that was you know fantastic i also thought that the introduction of knuckles uh was really really good it made sense how robotnik got off the planet and stuff like i think that that definitely there were so many points in this movie that were like failure points that i was like well if they kind of do like some hand waving stuff in the story like with with that then i feel like the movie could start to fall apart and every single one of those moments they didn't like robot like okay well how's robotnik gonna get back to earth Mm -hmm. you know that for me they could have really just been like Oh well, you know he he figured it out, and then yeah. he's back. It it was like no, he had a really good idea, you know, got it figured out. But then you know Knuckles could have just killed him. He just got lucky that Knuckles was looking for Sonic, anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I really really enjoyed this movie. I thought that everything with Agent Stone was great. I thought that it was funny that the the military guy came back like with the Olive Garden gift card. Like I thought. He was really funny, like the the commander or general or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. And then I did. Th- I thought that the the end fight was awesome. I thought for I thought for a second there wasn't going to be any uh, Green Hills left. I thought they were <laughs> like, well, I, I kind of. Yeah. That's one thing I kind of got. But I mean, it doesn't really matter in, in hindsight. But 
that was one point where I kind of lost the thread for a second where I was like, wait, what are they? What is all this like rubble? I was like, did they just like murder everyone mm-hmm. and destroy the town? But then they kind of show you in a wide shot that like, no, they're kind of fighting like just outside yeah. the, the, the town. So, you know, everybody's kind of fine or whatever. But yeah, I thought that was great, and I even thought that like uh, Wade, the the other cop, I thought that even he had some really funny moments in this. Agreed. Um, yeah, that, that was like really some funny stuff. I think for a potential like Sonic Three, I think you probably there. Is, I mean, it's not potential. There is Sonic Three. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the other thing with this movie is that it has been like crushing at the box office. As it should, I'm again, it's it's really fun. Yeah. Like, not <laughs> not only is it the uh, highest opening for a video game movie adaptation ever, but it's also crushed the first... So- the, mm-hmm. It beat the record of Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie, which was the record holder mm-hmm. for video game opening weekend. So, like you said, definitely not potential. Definitely going to be a Sonic 3. I feel like you could you could have a little bit at the beginning with James Marsden and probably at the end with James Marsden, but I feel like with the next one, you take it off Earth. Just go, go. you know, now that they yeah. have that bond built up, I mean, or you could do another story on Earth. I think both would be great, but I, just saying personally, I think that this universe really has built up enough already that I'm like, you know, show me more out there. Show me that maybe, uh, you know, also... We so the echidnas, right? They go out and they attack Longclaw and Sonic, which is the opening scene of the first movie. That then we get the flip of that's the other thing is that the storytelling and world building was like that opening of the first movie. We then see the reverse of it in this one, like Mm -hmm. in this kids' video game, you know, animated, you know, not fully animated, but you know, movie that like they put that much care and attention into it that you know they kind of tied knuckles and sonic's origin together type of thing i thought that was all fantastic but knuckles says that that's the last time he ever saw his father and any of his tribe ever again but what we saw was just they killed Longclaw. Mm. what happened to him are they still out there that that's what i'm saying i think you could explore that in a third in a third movie or something is where did they go we didn't see this huge battle with all these echidnas and all these owls fighting each other and stuff they were kind of just going after uh longclaw so i don't know i think you could do a lot in a third movie another thing that i will say too is just a joke that i really really loved was when they're in the garage and that like hologram or whatever of longclaw comes up Mm -hmm. and you know she's like i love you sonic when wade says to tails after it ends and it's like this emotional beat and he goes to tails he goes so was that your dad, dad? i just He's like lost dude. it just like wrong time perfect yeah. joke like just the layers of humor there just absolute like that crush for i me. swear it feels like just yesterday people were tearing the original sonic design apart is mm. that just me like i feel like it was really just like a few months ago that people were like well because that sonic design sucks like i mean think about it this this uh this movie came out that we've gotten two sonic movies in the span yeah. that morbius was supposed to release originally and top gun you know what i mean like there's movies that we're still waiting on to release that were supposed to release before the first sonic Mm -hmm. that there have now been two sonic movies like yeah that's crazy i think part of that is the pandemic but i think part of that is they filmed sonic 2 so fast Mm -hmm. they it was one of the first films to go back into production after 
things opened up with COVID again. And they just, I think they just knocked it out of the park. Like, I, I think they just nailed it and were able to throw it in production and get it out for people so quickly that, like, I don't even remember it. I don't even remember the original complaints. You know what I mean? Uh, but I did, I was looking up, like, the side-by-side comparisons the other, uh, yet yesterday after I watched it. And I was just like, man, imagine if this is what they had stuck with. <laughs> like, that's just yeah. terrifying to um, think of. Let's talk a little post credit scene, I guess, real quick. Yeah. Uh, have the reveal that uh, Sh- Shadow the Hedgehog is waiting in the wake of the defeat of Dr. Robotnik, which also, that's another thing. Uh, we don't know if Jim Carrey's coming back. Mm-hmm. He said he's retiring from acting, basically. So I know that I think the producers were like, we, you know, we'd love to have him back if he mm-hmm. wants to come back. If not, you know, we'll figure something out, I guess. Yeah. And they definitely, like you said, they definitely leave it open-ended enough yeah. that it's just like, you know, he fu- he, he falls. falls. Yeah, that's. But it's it. like <laughs> you could open a portal underneath yeah. him. There, he could have he could have a I don't know he could have a butt pad like cushion or something mm-hmm. and like bounce away. Like I mean that's the kind of universe right. we're in where it's just like his suit could just turn into an airbag. You know, like <laughs> a lot of mm-hmm. stuff could happen to make sure that he's alive. But yeah. The post credit with uh now I was confused on that. So are we saying that are we saying that the government has known about creatures like Sonic for decades? Because they said that uh Project Shadow had been on ice for sixty years. Oh, also real quick, is that the cop from Peacemaker? That woman? Oh, I don't know. I th- I thought it was. Maybe it is. Let me double check. But I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, they're the government, so it's kind of like... And the Olive Garden guy seemed to know about it. Not seemed to. He goes... He's the one that goes, my God, Project Shadow Oh, that is not Shadow her. Okay, my apologies. Not her. Never mind. No, you're good. He's the one that goes, like, oh, oh my God, Project Shadow or whatever. So it's yeah. like, he knows about it. So what does he yeah. really want Sonic for? Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to find out. But like you said, I think what I would assume is... Like we've talked about on the show before, I think that Jim Carrey just wants to step away for a little bit and just be even more pick and choose what he wants. But he's mm. said so many times, even he since really the likes he wants like he wants like fat egg man. I yeah, like he, <laughs> even since he made because uh, honestly, when he talked about the like retirement thing, yeah, that was like day one of the press tour, like yeah. I, on the red car or not the red carpet, yeah, the red carpet for the, or the blue carpet, yeah. For the premiere, he said he was like he was like I'd play this character like he's like I and that's when he said like you know I wanted them to go bigger like he was like I wanted the mustache bigger I wanted to do you know all this stuff so my guess is I think you maybe he maybe he sits out of Sonic three and then maybe comes back or does something else maybe he shows up in the Knuckles mm-hmm. TV series or something, oh yeah because right? that's we know that that's coming up which now knowing where this movie ends. I can't imagine that that Knuckles TV series isn't going to feature Sonic in, oh, yeah. in some way. Unless they, unless it's like a prequel, that too. Mm-hmm. Him going through more like the angry Knuckles from the beginning of the movie, going through the universe looking for Sonic. I think that would also be a, a really mm-hmm. cool series. That would be a little more like CG intensive, I would guess. They probably are going to set it on Earth, if I had to assume, just because it's like a TV budget. But anything can happen. But yeah, I really, really liked this movie. I yeah. thought I think it's a fantastic movie. Again, uh, I think the people making this just really, really understand how to adapt 
uh, video game or like these beloved characters to the big screen because it's such a mix of jokes fans of the games would know, but also those same jokes work for people who don't know the games. Right. And I feel like a lot of people, they either go and like, you get something like uh, Doom, right, with like Carl Urban and The Rock, and you're like, that's going a little too far into this is for people of the games and then, you know, regular audiences were just like, what is this? Why am I, wa- why am I <laughs> yeah. watching a first person, you know, CGI <laughs> sequence? I feel like this really strike. And then you get something like, uh, you know, Re- or uh, Assassin's Creed that like strays too far from it. That was like, what, what is it? What am I even watching? You know what I mean? I feel like this, they really hit the nail on the head and I haven't started watching it yet, but people are saying that, you know, Paramount uh, mostly, struck a good you know split with uh, with halo as i've well. always yeah. still watched first episode i haven't mm-hmm. watched episode yeah. two or three so i don't know can't gotcha. speak to that but <laughs> yeah what would you uh give sonic two out of five uh i gave it uh four out of five four out of five uh, and I'll, i will say last thing uh when shadow showed up my theater was pretty hype i know you were there in there alone mm. but my theater was very hyped which was- you- I, I really don't remember it that well i thought it looked good one thing i will say about sonic's design that i just noticed in this movie that bothers me Oh. Is his nose? Oh. It looks really long. Is that just me? Well, he has kind of a super long. He does, which I've thing. noticed because yeah. I, I, I never played a Sonic game really. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were like, I don't want to say too hard. Like I was a Nintendo kid, I never had like a Dreamcast or anything. But they always were like, I always was like, well, you're supposed to go fast, but like there's all these enemies, and then you get hit, and then you go slow, and you lose all your rings, and it's just it seems yeah. like a lot. And then I played Sonic Two on Switch recently. I just, like, beat it all in, like, two days. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, seven levels, seven, eight levels. Good time. And I was like, yeah, his nose is kind of long. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing that people notice yeah. is he is, like, he is big in this movie. Like, if you oh, look yeah. at side-by-side images of, like, mm-hmm. him standing next to James Marsden from the first movie to this movie, mm-hmm. he is, like, so much bigger. Like, when John – or John – when Tom is, like, crouching down next to him at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. Sonic is taller than he is crouching. In the first movie, when he crouches down next to him, he's, like, still looking down at him. Mm. Like, he, they, and, I mean, granted, I guess it, this is supposed to be, like, a year or two years later. So yeah. maybe he is still growing. But, I mean, the guy, they, he's, like, two feet taller in this movie than he was in the first one. Which is, like, very mm. odd. But He's eating all those chili dogs, you know. Yeah, I mean, he does say that. They 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 do say in the beginning of the movie, they're like, oh, you're, you've grown so much, you know, just in this, you know, whatever. But yeah, I really, really like this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go a 4.25 out of 5 for nice. me, for Sonic. I I really, really enjoyed it. Let me check. Looks like you got something. You like it check. more than the first one? Yeah, I think I definitely, I, I think I, I would agree. It. I think yeah. I did too. Better than the first one. Uh, Let's see. Sorry, I'm just oh. signing this. How come I can't see all the chat? I can't get that chat on my phone. Not sure. Hmm. Oh, there we go. What I liked about the first Sonic was the relationship with the James Marsden character uh, with Sonic. Yeah, I I agree with that uh, 100%. I think that that's, again, that's one of the good parts of this second one. I just feel like they could go a little bit more into it, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to do everything, everything, everywhere, all at once next? Sure. Let's go for it. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. You saw it last week, I think. Mm -hmm. I saw it Sunday, I believe. 
You saw what, like Thursday or Friday? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, I saw it on Friday. Gotcha. And this is a movie that, now I don't want to say came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but blowing up. Like, maybe not box office-wise, but ratings-wise, review-wise, people love this movie. Yeah. Absolutely love it. They're saying best movie of the year. Yeah, people are saying best picture of the year. Do you want to go first on this one, or do you want me to go first? Sure. I just want to pull up real quick. Oh, wow. Yeah, so where did this come in at? Everything, everywhere, all at once. There was way more people in my theater, oh, too, than I thought there was going to be. Yeah, it came in uh, number six on the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. But total, it is it's grossed about uh, nine million dollars so far. Okay. Uh, now, granted, it did have a larger budget. I mean, clearly with yeah. the movie. I mean, the movie <laughs> definitely, you know. Uh, and I say it had like I think the estimate they said it had like a thirty million dollar budget. So will it make its money back? I don't know. Probably if you re-release it, maybe towards the end of the year to remind people like about its Oscars mm-hmm. potential and stuff. I think it could get there, but. I mean, you take a swing on stuff like this from a studio like A24, you know, sometimes they hit financially, sometimes they don't. But the point is, they made, in my opinion, at least, they made an incredible movie. I mean, I I absolutely love this movie from start to finish. I personally think it is the best movie of the year so far, probably. I, I think I really love the Batman and stuff, but I think this was definitely above that, for me, at least. I really love uh, Swiss Army Man, which is their previous film, mm-hmm. uh, the Daniels. Uh, but yeah, Michelle Ye- Michelle Yeoh uh, or Yao, everybody that's in this film uh, is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I gotta pull, uh, yeah, I gotta pull up the the cast list because yeah. I it's just hard to remember all the pronunciation of the names. But the guy who played uh, Short Round from yep. from Indiana Jones, yep. I mean, he just absolutely crushed it. And then also Stephanie. Sue, is that what it is? I believe so. Stephanie yep. Sue as Joy is amazing, and then yeah, uh, Ki Ki Kwan, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. uh, is amazing, and then also uh, your guy James, James Hong. Hong, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely fantastic, and then also somebody who was equally fantastic. That based on the trailers and stuff, I feel like you get the impression that maybe is only going to be in like one scene, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Has a has yeah. a pretty prominent role in this movie. Like she she is in it a lot more than I feel the trailers let on, mm-hmm. and she is fantastic. She her and Michelle Yeoh in a bunch of scenes, really really you know bring it as actresses, uh, and also just some of the like really out there stuff that this movie does. I think that they both kind of play in that habitat really really great. But for me, honestly, if I had to pick one real absolute standout uh it would be uh kihu kwan for me mm. i think that him him as uh her husband in all forms was fantastic i think when are we doing spoilers yeah okay so full spoilers for everything everywhere all at once when he dies when the first one or you know when uh what does she call him uh alpha wayman or whatever when when he dies i was like i was like heartbroken i was so broken up about it i was like oh my god and then because it's like you know the one that she is with he not spineless but he's just beaten down by life and you know he's he i love that we get very early on that like he is going to divorce divorce i really want to see this movie again 
really bad. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that he's, you know, going to divorce her, and obviously that's a big thing against, you know, their their original culture, but he's like, we've lived in America for all these years, like, you know, it's, and she tries to pin it on, well, your brother just got divorced, yeah, that's so why the, you're doing yeah, it, and yeah, he's yeah. like, he's, no, he's like, well, maybe that was just like, you know, okay, he did it, so, you know, it's doable, more like, I'm not doing it because of him, I'm doing it because, you know, I've wanted to do this for so long, and felt like I couldn't type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, and then I just love that the movie, over time, he finds his voice in her life. She figures out that she needs him mm-hmm. to in order to live, basically, to survive. Because they are that perfect balance that, you know, m- most couples like to think that they are for each other. And then also both of them dealing with... Uh, their daughter with jo- with joy uh and uh what is it jobu to jobu yeah. yeah i you know all of that was absolutely great but yeah like i said for me it really just comes down to the relationship with the two of them and then at the end of the film when you're getting all of these different sets of them uh even though one of them, and i did like that he, one of them it, it wasn't him it was jamie lee curtis that she was with the uh, in the hot dog fingers <laughs> like but either way you know it's her finding like she has to accept you know her partner in her life in order to keep going because it's like you can't she can't just like always do everything mm-hmm. on her own type of thing and i really like the one where she was where they where they didn't end up together where they where she stayed and he left and then they found each other again later in life. I really loved that one because, you know, it was basically showing her, you know, when he says, uh, when he says to her in another life, you know, I would have been happy waking up with you every morning and doing taxes and running a laundromat. And then she's, and she, you know, kind of has that moment where she's like, fuck, like, you know, <laughs> like he's right type of thing. Like I, she takes, she realizes she takes so much for granted in, e- in every single aspect of all of her life that she, you know, oh, my stupid, you know, she even calls him, like, my stupid husband, like, throughout the whole beginning of the movie type of thing. And I just really love that. As well as then, apart from all of that and any of that, just the absolute absurd visuals, the story, the actual way that they told the story with the movie being in three parts, I thought was fantastic. And, yeah, I just think in the end, the editing on this movie is insane. Mm-hmm. Just all the cutting and swapping between two places, and the cinematography with anything A twenty four and and you know same thing with Swiss Army Man, just beautiful. And then the colors and everything, just crazy. Uh, I I really really loved it. I I absolutely loved it. I could talk about it for a year Hours. straight. Yeah. yeah. What what do you think? Yeah, I I really really enjoyed it. I thought everybody in the you know in the cast was great. I thought it was a great story, very heartfelt. The action I thought was really good. A mm-hmm. lot of the fight scenes oh, was great. The scene? whole fanny pack yeah. thing, uh, kind of sort of at the beginning at the IRS office. I did feel kind of attacked as an everything bagel fan. Those are like the only bagels I eat. So I was a little, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, what's wrong with everything bagel? Yeah, you know, everything really good. Yeah, I thought again, I thought everything was great about it. No, I shouldn't say everything. My one, and these are really two small like things that. Uh, one, I I felt like it it went on a tad long. I found myself kind of being like, 
okay, like, are we there yet? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I've been in here longer than the runtime. And then I was just – they go through the – I feel like they, they explain the rules well, but they go through them very quickly. And I was a little confused during parts where it's like – and they say it, I'm 99.9% sure, and I might have just heard it, and then it just kind of went in one ear after the other. But, like, uh, them to, like, pull powers from the different universes, what, is, what do they have to do for that? Is it was it like I heard it's like something random like you just do whatever. Yeah, so it's like they have to. Yeah, I mean they do they do say that, but like you said, they say it like once or twice, just like at the like probably within the first like twenty minutes of the movie. So when they're like in the van, right? When they're originally in the van, and she is trying to you know do it do the the jump pads or whatever. uh, They're like, all right, this is the universe we want to pull from, and then they do they run their little algorithm. Uh, that she came up with, which I thought was a good touch mm-hmm. that, like, you know, uh, but anyways. Like that they, universe, like yeah, that they, alpha version of her. Yeah, that she yeah. was the one that kind of, cre- you uh. know, created it or whatever. Then they run their little algorithm that's like, all right, uh, you know, tell Deidre that you love her. You know, that that one. Uh-huh. Like So then later in the movie, which I'm assuming is what you're referring to, when she's just doing whatever and yeah. getting all these powers, she's just skipping that first step. She's just doing random shit okay. because it will result in something. Right. She just has no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's all. Gotcha. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like in the beginning, they're like, all right, here's the Kung Fu universe. Do this to get the powers. Right. Later, it's oh, like. Oh, she's just trying to come up with something. Yeah. Like, she's okay, just doing gotcha. a bunch of random shit. To so it. she doesn't know what she's getting. Exactly. She's just gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's why like that the first time that she just does something random to do it, she gets the hot yeah. dog fingers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why. The whole kind of sticking the oh my god the raccoony thing oh my lord yeah that was that, that was, was hilarious yeah. that that whole bit was very funny the rocks were very funny yeah you know there's this little five, I don't even know if it was five minute scene of just these two rocks talking to each other these little text speeches or text bubbles appearing mm-hmm. above them them talking to each other was very funny and uh, yeah I the, the overall story I really liked it was just. I think just for me, like, now that you've kind of explained that to me, I think it's really just the length. Like, I just felt mm-hmm. like the pacing got a bit off track towards the end where I was like. I feel like the big thing with that is really towards the middle of the movie. Well, yeah, in, in the middle of the movie, when it when she go when the everything stops mm-hmm. and it goes into part two of everywhere. Yeah. With the fake credits. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah when it goes into that uh that was like because then it's the version of them at the party where they're all wearing red and they're having the the party at the laundromat and stuff mm-hmm. i think the reason that the movie feels long and i definitely felt that i, de- I definitely did feel that uh it was like that was you're now fo- you're now with them with this very close branch that is just they didn't start this huge fight mm-hmm. at the at the IRS. So you have that one and then you get kind of established in that one and then you you have character resolutions and drama happening there with Deidre showing up with the police and stuff and <laughs> like, you know, there you know, that's her, there she is. You have all that going on and and that all gets set up, doesn't resolve itself and then you jump back to the original timeline mm. for like another 20 minutes. Yeah. I feel like that's really where the runtime hits you yeah. is that you're like, well, 
why am I like spending time with two set like earlier it was like all right we have the main Evelyn going into all these different things but then it was like now we're now we almost have two main Evelyns and I feel like that's where the movie for me feels its longest is where I'm like yeah like her in the laundromat party and then her in the IRS pulling that, what's her exactly name? like yeah. with with the grandpa like with all yes. the people fighting and yeah stuff. I'm like yeah okay oh, like, those yeah. two those two running back to back like the more like action yeah. one where they're about to be sucked into the the bagel and then just the more personal story one where yeah. she's trying to get joy to just stay by letting her go you know it's mm-hmm. it really this movie really boils down in its simplest form to the you know if you love something let it go type of thing really mm-hmm. because it's she's just trying to hold on so tightly to her daughter because really she feels bad because her father so easily let go of her yeah but the thing you have to realize, like, the thing that she had to realize is it's two totally different circumstances. It's your daughter is saying you need to let go. Whereas yeah. before, it was the it was her dad just dad saying, saying, go. Go. Yeah, yeah. And, that, <laughs> and that's two very different things. And it, part of the movie is her realizing the difference and stuff. But, yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. But, yeah, if I had one complaint, it is I feel like it's the runtime. I feel like it's just you could have tightened it up a little bit, maybe focused on one of those a little bit less. But at the same time, if you can look past the runtime, the runtime allowed us to every little tiny thing in the movie got wrapped up with a nice little bow. Like when she's going up those stairs and, you know, when she's like, you know, says to her husband, like, you know, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm learning to fight like you. And she's like trying to help everyone. Every single one of those people, you see what she does for them. Like, and I thought that that was that was great. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely love the movie. Uh, let's see. Michelle in chat said, I give it a 4.5. It was like a wild ride. Uh, you kept trying to figure out where it was going, which made it so much fun to watch. Oscars for all. Uh, and she said, LOL, that was funny, TJ, about the everything bagel. There you go. Joke on your part. You know. But, yeah, I mean, the uh, – I told I, – I had the – I was talking to this uh, kid at my work who's, like, a really big film fan about, you know, like, uh, Chekhov's gun, that, like, if you see a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the third act type of thing. Like, oh, okay. like filmmaking. I told him, uh, basically, you take this movie and you just institute the principle of Chekhov's uh, butt plug because you see it in the movie. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> she goes, she goes, you know, do you think I would have all of these? if And then you're like, oh, that's funny. It's, like, the IRS, and it's, like, of course that because mm-hmm. – the IRS, you know, they always seem to, you know, get you. Uh, so it's like that's like they a do. perfect, that's like a perfect award for uh, for their accomplishments or whatever. And then you think the joke is over, and then like an hour later it comes back up. And yeah. It's like it's just so funny. And then when she's fighting the two guys and she, and they, it all slows down and she just like grabs them both mm-hmm. and just like takes them out so that they no longer have the powers or whatever. Like that was that was really really funny. But yeah, did you give a rating? Uh, no, four, four and a half out of five. Four and a half, half out of five. I, I gave this a five. I would like to see it again. Um, probably not gonna go and see it. I'll probably mm-hmm. wait till it comes streaming. But yes, I would like to watch it again. Yeah, I hope that it comes to streaming or at least VOD. Like, because mm-hmm. this is a movie that I would just buy like immediately mm-hmm. once it comes out. But yeah, I, I would give uh everything everywhere, all at once a five out of five. I, I really, really love the movie. Like I said, I can look past a little bit of the pacing and runtime issues. But I really, really like this uh, a lot, 
a lot, a lot. And I hope that, you know, I hope that it's not too discouraging to A24. I know it's hard to say, like, well, I hope it's not too discouraging that they lost money. But, you know, you got to keep taking those chances. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the stream. Look at streaming. Don't, none of those people make money except for Disney. Like Netflix doesn't make any money, but they just keep throwing it against the wall mm-hmm. and seeing what Some happens. Stick, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you get like an Adam project, which just, you know, knocks it out of the park. But then for every Adam project, you know, you have like a, a six underground and you're like, yeah. well, you know, you're winsome, you lose him. <laughs> but yeah, I just hope that they just keep taking chances, keep making these, you know, lower, you know, higher low end movies to mid mid end, you know, budget movies. Just keep doing all that kind of stuff because, you know, this is a fantastic movie. Box office, you know, aside, this is a great, great movie. Yeah. All right. So we're going to close out with, uh, I say close out, but I'm sure it's going to be a very good uh, length conversation. We had Moon Knight episode three episode last three, night. Yep. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I really, really liked this episode. And, and I'm going to say, I'm going to start by saying one thing that, that, is really getting to me about what people are saying about this show. It's like uh, so many people after the first episode, after the second episode, that are... And make no mistake, Moon Knight is a hugely popular comic book character. Hugely. But a Spider-Man, a Hulk, a Hawkeye, he is not in the comics. You know what I mean? Just in terms of influence and popularity Mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, he is a... A, B, C, D list comic book characters. There were so many people right after episode one on Twitter. And granted, Twitter is can be like a, what do they call it? Like a, a vacuum chamber of, you know, the vocal minority or whatever you want to call it. But there were so many people that were like, you know, oh, well, you know, what is this? Like, you know, where where's Mark? Why, no. yeah, why, is <laughs> Steve, why are we following Steven? This isn't yeah. how it is in the comics. All this stuff. And then the big one that people have been saying after episode two is, after episode two, the big things were, where is Jake Lockley? You know, that I, I know there was this tweet that was got so many likes that was like, we will not stand, uh, the Moon Knight fandom will not stand for this Jake Lockley erasure. And I'm like, it's the second episode of yeah. his origin stuff. Like, you're... Let it unfold. Same thing with then Mr. Knight. People complaining last week about Mr. Oh, Knight's not supposed to, Mr. Knight's not supposed to be a comic relief. Uh <laughs> and it's like Okay, yeah, that's right. Guess what he is in this they're like he's not this supposed adaptation. to be comic Yeah, he's not supposed to be comic relief. He's supposed to be more of a detective in the in the smarter version and yeah. somebody who's able to like figure things out and work with the police and stuff. Okay, well, wait one episode. Guess what he does in this episode? Takes over and and (laughs) figures out the puzzle and puts the map together and is super smart. And, like, (laughs) you know, it's the first time Steven has been a superhero. Mm -hmm. So he's he's not going to know what to do. And then there is that, what I thought was one of the best moments of the episode uh, for me (laughs) entirely was the moment where Moon Knight is fighting and he's like, and again... It's not rated R or anything, but just, again, the subtle things that make this darker for a Disney Plus show of when he's fighting all those people and then he's choking the guy out and you start to hear the, like, neck break. You start to hear, like, the yeah. – and you hear Steven, like, all right, Mark, give me the body back. Like, that's, that's enough. Give me it back. Like, and then when he takes over and turns back into Mr. Knight 
and lets the guy go and he's like he's like all right stop he's like he's like time out time out everybody and they just like murder him (laughs) just like throw spears straight through him just like and he just goes just like all right mark mark take take it back take it back and then and then moon knight comes back and just wrecks everybody like they're building to what this character is going to be you know what i mean like this is the first time all this stuff is being established you know what i mean it's not like it's not like oh we finally got our first look at mr knight in episode two but steven has been turning into mr knight for you know five years or something Mm -hmm. no that's the first time that persona has ever come forward so you know it's hard to kind of know what it's gonna end up like but that being said going back to specifically this episode I thought it was absolutely great. The fact that we finally got kind of a balanced episode where we focused more kind of with Mark, mm-hmm. but then we also got some great Steven moments, both him as taking over the body as well as him in like the reflections and then the voiceover. Again, Ethan Hawke was incredible. Uh, and uh, yeah, I really liked the opening with uh, with uh, Layla's character with uh, Maya Callumway. I thought was great with the passport, uh, that whole sequence of just putting together the fake passport mm-hmm. and learning all this backstory uh, with that. Oh, her father was an archaeologist and was murdered. And then later in the episode, Harrow says, you know, Mark, that's why you don't tell her the truth. I think that the archaeologist that Mark killed is probably her oh, father. Oh, yeah. That's why I think that's I think that's the secret that you know, he's keeping from her or whatever. But then also we got some great stuff with Conchu that, okay, well, maybe we're being a little too harsh on it. <laughs> like, it seems mm-hmm. like he really is trying to help and that all the other gods really are just assholes. But there is still a chance that that could all be turned on its head and that, you know, Conchu really is evil. Or not evil, but, you know, self-serving the best or something. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and then, again... Last thing I'll say here is uh, we got the great tease of, you know, Mark, you have to stop doing this. I didn't do it. Well, I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, then who yeah. did it? Look at that. Yeah. Wink, and, wink. Yeah. And I did see people theorizing that, well, maybe this show won't have Jake Lockley. Maybe it was Conchu doing it. But in the first episode, yeah, Conchu makes it clear that he can't take over the body physically right except for because even you can tell even in the even even in like the trial that we got in this episode when he is speaking through mark it's like he's not like he's not like in mark and then just talking regularly it's like anytime conchu speaks mark's like "Ah," like you know what i mean it seems to either take a big toll on conchu or a big toll on mark for him to do that and in the first episode, he says to Steven, he's like, he's like, oh, not you. Get Mark back. You know, Mark, yeah. wake up or whatever. I feel like if Khonshu could take over the body himself, he would have just done that then. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's got to be Jake Lockley. That's that's what I think. But yeah, I thought this was a really, really good episode. I'm not sure yet where it falls with the other episodes because I've only watched it once at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did you think? Where'd you fall on everything? Yeah, I, I, I liked, I enjoyed the episode. I think I had some... Just some small, you know, just some issues, I guess, with the episode overall. I thought some of the direct, like some of the shots and direction during the, the specifically the fights, I thought mm-hmm. were a little odd. I just thought some shots were just oddly placed and just oddly shot, basically. 
I did not enjoy the, I shouldn't say not. I, I thought it was very conv- like just during the trial, they are very clearly against Kanchu and clearly Kanchu has had problems with these other gods before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, can you not re- can you really not see that this guy is trying to bring back this evil thing and you're just oblivious to it? Like, I'm kind of like this is very uh, what's the word? It's very convenient. I'm like, OK, like, look, look at him. He's cl- mm-hmm. Harrow is clearly trying and you can't can you not see like you have these avatars that are clearly walking outside of the this this pyramid. Yeah. So can we not see, you know, do we not know Harrow what Harrow's doing, what he's been doing for the past however many days, weeks, etc. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like I get that they they are clearly not a fan of Kachu. They've had problems with him before and these were kind of the two last straws. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, we're really going to believe Harrow? Well, on that, not just to be devil's advocate, Yeah, I think, yeah, they would. Because I don't think they can see what he was doing because, you remember, Ahmet's not part of that council anymore. Right. So they, I don't think they can see that. And the last time they saw Harrow, he was Moon Knight. It's he fair. Was a, That's he was fair. a trusted member of yeah. that council mm-hmm. for I'm assuming years. Yeah. And that's the last time they saw him. And now this new one's showing up saying that Harrow's this, like, you know, un, you know, whatever lunatic. So with that, and then also Harrow, oh man, he was, Ethan Hawke was so <sighs> good in this because it's like in the last episode when he's talking to Steven, he's being this nice, you know, whatever, you know, like, oh, I understand, you know, you have an, you have an illness, you have a disease, you know, like we can work with you. And then in this one, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about this. They're like, with the mental health community, like, very similar to, like, how there's outdated terms for, like, races and LGBT, you know, communities and stuff. For people with mental or physical disabilities or whatever, uh, like, the use of the term, like, unwell mm-hmm. is very, like, old thinking, like, very offensive and stuff. Mm. And so a lot of people were saying, like, wow, like, when he says... Because that's what Harrow calls him. He's like, he's like, clearly Kanchu is unhinged and his avatar is, you know, unwell. Mm-hmm. And then when they're like, when they ask, like, because you got to remember too, like, these people are thousands, like, these gods are however millennia of years old or whatever. They're like, is this true? Are you unwell or whatever? He's just a master, like, manipulating them. And also, yeah. not only that, but like I said, last time he was there, he was one of them. So I True, feel like they yeah. have no reason not to yeah. trust him. It's more like Mark is this guy they've yeah. never seen before. I would like some more backstory on this dealer who collects this not dealer. He like he's the he collects like the artifacts and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't really there seemed to be a bigger story there. Yeah. And they just nothing really came of that. Yeah, that was uh Gaspard uh Yelly, I believe it is. He's yeah. the one that he passed away, like before the. Oh, he did. Show oh, yeah, he had the skiing accident. Right. And okay. there is more of that he he's playing uh, Midnight Man, who is like Moon Knight's main nemesis. I was really just comic. I was really just looking at his IMDb, like in the, for this episode, he's listed in this episode, and I was like, that, that wait, this is that guy, mm-hmm. that the 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 artifact guy. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it doesn't really look like him. Let me see. I mean, obviously that's a that's a that's a hedge that's a shot. 
like oh yeah that's, yeah, but that's I was like yeah. I didn't realize that was him but because I was like looking at this I was like I don't remember seeing this guy but so yes I would assume okay. he might show up later in this season yeah. but I would assume in a movie or future seasons or something I'm sure he would have had a right much bigger role because he's basically other than maybe like Conchu he's basically Moon Knight's like nemesis in the comics mm, is okay. uh, Midnight Man yeah so yeah again if we get more from him, great, because that's what I want. But if we don't, you know, unfortunately, he did pass away. But I would have liked more from that character. I think, uh, what was the other thing? The, oh, the whole kind of, like, that was kind of cool how, you know, Harrow kind of destroyed the map, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like, did I, I didn't mean to say cool if I did say that. I just thought it was kind of like he tried to, like, you know. I guess it was more kind of like a scare tactic of anything is what it kind of seemed like. I get he was showing yeah. his power to, what's his name, Mogart, but, mm-hmm. you know. And then something I thought was really weird, and this is just really nitpicky, but when they're in the desert and he's trying to figure out, Mark is trying to put the map together, and like, oh, we need Steven. Yeah. They take it off the hood of the truck, walk 10 feet into more sand, Put it on the ground and then they figure it out. I was like, "Why didn't we just stay on the hood of the truck?" It, it was it's mm-hmm. really nitpicky, but I was like, "That's just dumb." Like, just you're taping, you're taping these things together. Like, yeah, do it on a, a flatter surface than sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the I, I think probably the idea with that is like they probably want to be away from the truck. I guess to like have a clearer look at the sky or something i don't know but i mean yeah yeah. and and just to go back on like the whole shot like the the shot of them like driving in that truck Mm -hmm. in the sand dune or whatever and there's like harrow's men in the truck and it's like a first person like watching that i just i just did not like the way it looked like that Mm -hmm. i was like it's just that just looks weird yeah but yeah i i thought it was good i'm excited for you know the next three episodes Again, it seems like epi- already halfway over. It seems like episode five is the could be the big switcheroo that mm-hmm. something happens because again they only set the press the first four. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only six, but I think that's hands down. There's a third personality. Like I, yeah, you know that that is just that they're really like not me, not me. Yeah, you know, like so. But I did think it was kind of crazy when Akash was like, "Yeah, just hold him off over the cliff and he'll talk," and then he just cut the thing and he. I know I couldn't believe I was like that's crazy (laughs) I like that though because it did show like a little bit of also earlier in the fight when he's punching everyone else but then he sees that it's a kid and he goes to punch him but he like he like opens his hand and he slaps him instead it goes to show that like even as dark of like and he's a mercenary and stuff that Mark is he's still not gonna like beat up a kid mm-hmm. not that that guy was a child but like <laughs> yeah. he clearly was like a teenager yeah like, he was and then yeah talk about dark like they set this guy up that he's a kid and then he freaking kills himself like yeah. it's like oh my god uh honestly like a scene like that that would have been a better i don't know why i'm just like thinking of disney plus and clips and stuff but like if that if the uh if when the gamorians died in book of boba fett if it was filmed like that Mm. where you just see like someone's perspective and then you just hear it that would have been so much more than like the like slow-mo <laughs> like where they <laughs> fell off of it or whatever still no retribution for them he didn't even mention him he was just like he was just like oh you want to make lou run he was like <laughs> but st- still but yeah that that was a really like and then conchu just having absolutely no care for 
any life that doesn't matter to him just huh, i thought he would talk <laughs> and mark just looks at him like that's how you know that like even though conchu does make really the kind of the ultimate sacrifice in this episode like he, he basically kills himself because he he's but i do like that he said to steven you know tell mark to free me so maybe he knows a way to yeah do it. uh but he does kind of like he does kind of make like the ultimate sacrifice because if mark can't figure it out he's in essence he's dead you know trapped there but uh it's still a scene like that still shows you that as bad as mark might be conchie's worse yeah. You know what I mean? It's like always keeping that in perspective that, you know, as, you know, dark of a past that Mark have, Mark might have type of thing, you know, Conchu is still the person that, you know, we've got to get him out basically mm-hmm. for Mark to be able to be, have, not be sane. Because I think at this point, I think the DID is just part of him. Like it would, it wouldn't erase Steven or anything, but just having Conchu out so that Mark could at least have some semblance of a life. I think would be a lot better, but and then the, the last thing, oh, what was I just gonna say about that? Is uh, oh yeah, I like that th- this episode really with Stephen helping him to do the sky thing, uh, which I was like the people of Earth. How many times? How many times have they seen shit going on in the sky? Mm. Like I feel so bad for them. They're like, like is Doctor Strange not looking out of his window, going, what the fuck? Like yeah. you know, but that kind of helped. Uh, Steven kind of prove himself to Conchu. Whereas in the first episode, it's like, he's like, you know, ah, you know, leave us, leave us be worm. And he's, (laughs) you know, he's like the idiots awake. Yeah. And well, guess what? Now the idiots, the one who figured it out and helped you to, you know, do all this stuff to try and, you know, get this done. And it, and it again shows like what people were jumped to complain about last week. Like Mr. Knight is the one that like he, can help with those kind of things. Maybe he's not as good in a fight, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, he's still strong and stuff, but he's not uh, like a, a great fighter, I should say. But what he can do is figure stuff out and have the knowledge. He's, he's like, a not, I don't know if he's a genius, but he's very, very smart and has a great like intellect. And I think that this episode really helped show Conchu like that. Steven has a lot of value to bring to it. Cause like, mm-hmm. Without Steven, they couldn't have figured it out in this episode. Right. I, I really like that, too. But uh, what are some uh, other things you have? No, yeah, I'm uh, I'm and excited. Do we, do we rate this? No, I, I give it okay. probably like a four okay. for me, uh, four out of five. I'm just interested to see how he, you know, rescues Kachu. I'm assuming you just probably smashed the statue. That's what I was figuring. Also, one thing just as we were talking here that I was thinking about when he said, you know, have Mark free me. His origin in the comics is that basically, you know, Mark essentially helped free Conchu to begin with. And that's why he, you know, saved him. So maybe it's like he's did it once before or something. So he knows that he's able to do it again. Mm. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, I'd figure it's probably just smash it and then he can just come out again mm-hmm. uh the trick is how's mark gonna get into the pyramid but then the, again, the same thing yeah because the second time oh well actually the second time he might have been summoned again i don't think we see him oh, be right, summoned yeah. but i think he was yeah because like he's talking to Ra? the main guy Ra, Ra. who yeah. is the main it's not Ra. who is it why isn't Ra on the iniad maybe he is i don't know maybe Ra's the big bad could be the staff of Ra. they're digging in the wrong place 
a lot of Indiana Jones uh, similarity, like specifically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically Raiders of the Lost Ark, like influence in this show. I just want to catch up on chat before we close out here. Uh, LOL. Oh no, you already said that. Uh, Michelle said, "Love this episode. Love this Moon Knight episode." I said all along there was another person along with Steven and Mark. I feel like Harrow is using the gods' problems with Conchu to sort of uh, divert attention off of himself. And at the same time, he gets Conchu out of his way. Uh, is it just me or does Layla have a little crush on Steven? Yeah, I did. Definitely, I would say. I see mm-hmm. that. Now, something that's interesting is that real-life DID, not to say that there's a difference between what's being displayed on the show because people have said it's pretty accurate and whatever, but with DID, you can transfer, you can literally transfer your emotions and feelings related to trauma that creates personalities to the new personality. So people have theorized that, well, maybe the reason that Mark is so cold to Layla, there's kind of that natural connection between her and Steven, is that possibly Mark transferred his feelings for her to Steven. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, and that's not like a conscious thing that he would have done, but maybe that's what happened. Because, mm. I mean, you even see in the second episode, like, Steven's like, oh, that's my favorite poet, too. It's like it's almost like he's the perfect version of mark that you know she would have liked or something or that mark thinks that she would have liked but yeah i think that's pretty interesting too (sighs) so yeah yeah i thought it was a great episode i'll give it as well i'll give it a four out of five like i said i I have to see it like probably another time to determine where i think it falls between the other two but yeah i i really really enjoyed it so yeah is there anything else you wanted to cover we got fantastic beat i got fantastic Fantastic beats coming up tomorrow I'm really excited. I'm really excited for it. I I feel like it's gonna let me down. I just feel like it's gonna let me down. Really, kind of. But but the thing that I'm glad about is I feel like it's gonna let me down. But I really shouldn't, because most of the reviews are very positive Mm -hmm. on it. So I really just have to wait and see. But that'll do it for episode 81 of Planet Film Live, PFN Live. Thank you guys so much again, as always, every week joining us here on uh, the show. Let us know in the comments down below. What did you think of Everything Everywhere All at Once? What did you think of Sonic, Moon Knight? Uh, are you going to buy Lego Star Wars? You already have it. Let us know all that stuff and more down below. Like TJ said at the top of the episode, make sure uh, you are following us at the official PFN right there at the bottom of your screen on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, specifically TikTok. We're on our way to 10,000 likes and 100 followers on there. So, yeah, make sure to follow us on there. Uh, that'll do it for me. I have been one of your hosts, uh, Sean Monk. I've been your other host, TJ Cornwell. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe to all our channels, PFN Gaming, PFN Live, and, of course, Planet Film Network, where you can check out our reactions uh, to trailers as well as reviews. Follow TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok for sure, because we're pumping out a ton of content daily on that platform. Mm-hmm. So please go follow and like the videos. And a lot of theories and stuff we'll post over there and and quick news reactions and stuff. Oh, real quick from you. Do you see uh so a Flash TV series apparently there something's going whoa, whoa. apparently yeah. there have been uh but like sudden talks to just be like let's just end it with the next one. <laughs> oh, the next one. <laughs> yeah, with season 9. Oh, yeah. season 9. I thought yeah. even like the next episode there. Oh, Bennett Bennett just, <laughs> man, just have him be struck by lightning and he's out. <laughs> No, but that being said, I do hope that that show, for, for fans of the TV show, ever since the first episode, was it the very first episode? No, it was like, it was some some point in season one. Might have been the first episode, but I feel like that's too soon. 
but where Barry actually finds the time vault for the first time, and then the article, for anybody who's watched The Flash, knows. The article, Flash vanishes in, uh, you know, uh, red... Or Flash vanishes in a in ex- red explosion or something like that. That's the article that this this huge dra- knockout, drag-out fight between him and Reverse Flash throughout the streets of Central City. This news article has been teased... They changed the timeline, and the date on the article has changed and stuff, but this big fight, and then it ends with the Flash vanishes. Uh, I feel like that, if they were smart with the show, that is how the show ends. Yeah, if. Just ended on, like, Arrow, totally satisfying conclusion. Spoiler alert, you know, Oliver dies. Great ending to that character. Sacrifices himself in crisis to restart the universe. Beautiful bookend of that. I think that the Flash is more of a supernatural thing and more superpowered. So I think you you just go, go with the ballsy ending and just have them fight, have the big explosion happen or whatever, and just have them both disappear and just end the show right there. Which, if he disappears, might uh, could yeah. show up somewhere else. But yeah, we got I got a couple TikToks on there about that uh, as well as a couple other things. But yeah, like we said, thanks for joining us tonight. Yep. See you next time. We will see you guys next time. Take it easy, everybody. Boom.